We're starting a new series this morning on the Clement Manyatera show. Remember, we've been doing uh, a series CEO conversations over the last couple of weeks where I have conversations with CEOs from big industries. We'll bring it back probably in a month or so to bring in more CEOs uh, to come through and have a conversation with us. But today we want to start a series that we're going to do every single Monday around this time. We call it African Successes. And it's a series that's going to be dedicated to the positive stories about the African continent because we spend a lot of time and I think we do have a tendency often to report on and explore negative stories about the continent, right? The wars, uh, the coups, the corruption, the poverty, unemployment, the undemocratic actions on the continent, high levels of crime, you name it. And we should focus on that. That's important. But that's not all this beautiful continent is about. So I want to encourage you to send an email about the positive stories that you've come across on the continent that we can feature on this segment. We've done our research and compiled our list, uh, but would really like you to also suggest some that may we may not be aware of. You can send those suggestions to cm at 702.co.za. Today, we're talking about the rise of African animation. And I don't know if you're aware, but in recent years, Multiple African animation studios and shows are gaining international recognition. Shows like Iwaju, which is a limited animated series, will become, I think, Disney's first feature set in Nigeria when it airs this week on Disney Plus uh, streaming service. But also, we've got a show like Kizazi Moto, Generation Fire. Open your eyes. It is not what we have. But what we do. Let's go. We are headed to the big leagues, Diami. From the ruins of Great Zimbabwe. You are a disgrace to your name, Kilo. I should be out there making them pay! <laughs> Move? You will not have him again! You chose this fate. You think that's fast? What's this? Alright, let's play. Ready to meet your ancestors. This is a Disney Plus original 10-part sci-fi series that has bagged a number of honors. Uh, it clinched the prestigious Annie Award for Best Limited Series in LA um, earlier this month. It also scooped the Kids Screen Award for Best Animated Series in San Diego um, this month as well. So African animators have been crafting narratives that resonate with global audiences while also staying true to their cultural roots. And I think we need to celebrate that, uh, which is why today we're focusing on African animation. Yes, there are many other uh, great shows like Super Sema from Kenya, Disney's Juniors, Kia and the Kimoja Heroes from South Africa, Netflix's first African animated series, Super Team 4. Uh, that's from Zambia and South Africa. So the market size for African animation is really growing steadily. And I think we're going to be giving global animation powerhouses a run for their monies, like countries like the United States, Japan, and South Korea, because they currently dominate the global animation market, right? Because they're established players. 
They have a long history of producing these iconic animated content that is enjoyed by audiences worldwide. But our animation industry is on a gradual rise. And, and I think we need to take some time to celebrate and appreciate that. Now, now Mona Aram is an animation producer and entrepreneur who is joining us now via Zoom all the way from Paris. Uh, bonjour, Mona. Good morning. Bonjour, Clement. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you so much for, for making time for us. I'm really excited about talking about African animation and the kind of strides that we're making on the global stage. How are things looking when you look at African animators and the opportunities that have been created on the continent? You know, it's amazing what's happening right now. We are seeing the rise of African animation, but the studios have been working hard for many years because animation takes time to be produced and to be delivered. And now you are seeing the results. And the result is amazing and it's coming from different parts of Africa and this is great. So we are taking the market now and we are really excited about that. What's making our animation more attractive? Because what, what I've liked about what I've seen so far is that the narrative seems to resonate with, with the global audiences because the animators are staying true to what are our cultural roots here on the continent uh, but they're also making sure that they are creating stories that can also be relatable with audiences across the world. Yeah, the stories need to appeal to international audience. That's super important, but we need to stick to our reality. And, uh, and I think that the interest towards African content and African stories is being original, being different and bringing um, different stories because we are, we, we've seen so many, many times stories that look the same. Now, kids are looking for things different and want to explore different stories and different cultures. And this is when and why we have our, our place now in the global audience. Mm-hmm. And, and I said earlier that when you look at the global, you know, animation powerhouses like the United States, you know, your Japan... I mean, they still command a lot of respect because these are established, um, you know, these are established countries that have in the past produced iconic animated content that is enjoyed by audiences around the world. But we're beginning to give them a run for their money, aren't we? When you look at the market size for African animation, that seems to be growing steadily. Yeah, and it's only the beginning. And, you know, speaking about Japanese animation, Mm. I started my career 20 years ago in Japanese animation. Uh, I worked for Japanese companies. I was a distributor. And I, you know, I understood very clearly and really quickly that what they did and uh, what they are doing right now uh, with the the storytelling and the, the fact that they brought their culture internationally is really inspiring for us. You know, everybody knows about ramen. Everybody knows about Japan, how it looks like, uh, what is the culture, what what is their food. So why not do that with uh, African animation and African culture? So it is really inspiring and it is really inspiring money-wise. I mean, it's a business. Don't forget that it's a business. Animation is making a lot of money. And what they, they have been doing in Japan, in America and in Europe as well, it's amazing and we are only starting with with African animation. So it's the beginning and we are here to last 
hopefully, yeah. I like that. So which countries have you been watching? So besides South Africa and Nigeria, are there other countries that we can look out for in the animation industry on the continent that are emerging? Yeah, of course. I mean, you have uh, Ivory Coast, French-speaking Africa, uh, where you have one series called Kenda that is doing pretty well. Uh, you have Tanzania with Ubungo Kids uh, educational series. You also have uh, Kenya with a. They only have. They also have a dedicated kids channel called Akili Network. And in Kenya, you have Super Sema, the YouTube series that you mentioned earlier. Uh, and uh, yeah, there are many many countries in Africa that are booming. And uh, I, I was in Egypt in September, and Egypt is also um, have a storytelling and have uh, studios that are emerging. And one of the studio was part of the anthology. Uh, so we need to watch the entire continent because all these countries are booming little by little and some are growing really quickly and some are, are coming really fast. Now, I know that there are some you know, challenges like funding, um, competition, I mean, even infrastructure. Those remain the challenges in the industry. How are respective governments on the continent trying to support uh, the animation industry? It is still a long journey because, I mean, uh, for a long time they, they've seen and they still see animation as uh, not a business, not an industry. So now they, as we see more and more content coming to Disney, to Netflix, we hope that we get more support from the government. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm based in Paris, but I'm originally from Morocco. And in Morocco, we have some dedicated uh, funds for the creative industry. So it's not the case in uh, many countries in Africa. So we need to communicate. We need to have this kind of uh, of show that you have on your on your radio on seven or two that promotes African animation that promote our industry and say that it's not only leisure, it's not only a hobby, it's really a business that can uh, you can have make uh, create a lot of jobs. Mm -hmm. And and you know that Africa is a young continent. So the, the youth is there and they can learn and they can start a career in this industry that can make a lot of money at the end. Yeah, I'm going to take a, a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue this conversation. I want to hear from you as well. Um, do you know or have an interest in Africa's animation industry? There are so many shows that are out there that are doing incredible. Um, Kizazi Moto Generation Fire has won uh, several awards. You've got other shows that have been quite incredible on Disney Plus, like Iwaju, which is a limited animated series, uh, which will become Disney's first feature set in Nigeria when it airs this week on uh, the Disney Plus streaming service. What other shows um, have you checked out? Have you seen Super Sema from Kenya, uh, Disney's Juniors Kia and the Kimoja Heroes from South Africa, Netflix's first African animated series, uh, Super Team 4 from Zambia in South Africa? Which one have you caught? And are you interested um, in what you have seen that has been produced on the continent. I, for instance, didn't even know that South Africa is home to a number of leading animation studios, right? South Africa has the highest number of animation studios on the continent. And I think we are making waves on the global stage and that needs to be celebrated. You can give us a call 
send us a WhatsApp voice note. It's 10 minutes before 11. 702. The Clement Maniatella Show. Let's walk the talk. We're starting a new series this morning. We call it African Successes. It's a series that will be dedicated to positive stories about the African uh, continent because there are lots of positive stories, but I just think we're not spending a lot of time exploring them. Yes, we must focus on the poverty, on the corruption, on some of the democrat- undemocratic actions, the coups, the wars, uh, but we must also take some time to appreciate the positive things um, that are coming out of this continent. So today we're talking about African animation, the rise of African animation. And we are in conversation with Mona Aram, who is an animation producer and entrepreneur. And I'm asking if your kids are interested in African animation, how intentional are you about also directing them to that kind of animation? I'm taking your calls and your WhatsApps. Cabello is calling us from Johannesburg. Good morning. Hi, good morning. My name is Cabello from Cablo Studios. How are you doing? I'm all right. Go ahead. You are in the industry yourself. Yes, I am. Actually, normally as well, we've, we've crossed paths several times in the industry. So Wonderful. I'm very excited that 702 is having this discussion. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts, uh, Cabello? I mean, there seems to be a serious rise in African animation from, from where you're standing as someone in the industry. How do you think we're doing? I mean, I think it's a very good time to come from this continent, no matter what race or ethnicity that you are. People are hungry for stories from our part of the world. So it's a very exciting time. I mean, I've, I've watched the shows that you've mentioned before, and I'm even developing my own projects so that I can add my voice to the discussion. Oh, that, that's incredible, uh, Cabello, in Johannesburg. Thank you so much. Lucy in Renbeck on the WhatsApp line says, Hi, Clement. Uh, South African animation is really a breath of fresh air. My daughter and I love Super Team 4, but another brilliant South African animation uh, that was star-studded is Seal Team on Netflix. I'm so excited for what else is to come. That's a message there from Lucy in Renbeck. Mona, let's talk about diversity in the content that is being offered. I know that you travel the world to speak about, you know, your engagements towards more diversity in kids' content and advocating for even the emerging talent from Africa. You're giving masterclasses and keynotes. Are we seeing a lot of diversity in the content that is being offered? And is that what you think makes it such a selling point in that not only are you telling these raw, true African stories, but you are also seeing diversity in the content that is being delivered, which is something different from what has historically been offered by some of those superpowers who have always had established their presence in this industry. Yeah, Africa, by essence, is diverse. We're talking about a continent. We're not talking about one country. It's a multicultural continent with different languages, different stories. So by essence, if we work with Africa, we, work, we represent diversity of, of stories, of content and of uh, cultures. So that's why I've been advocating. And, um, you know, I launched my, my business, my company uh, five years ago, focusing only on African animation and on Africa. As you said, I've been traveling the world to speak about uh, the emerging talents of Africa, advocating for more diversity in kids' content. Kids need to relate to the characters they see on the screen. 
we are, you know, we've seen so many times uh, characters that only look the same way. So now we need to see kids and characters that look different, come from different part of the world. And uh, this is super exciting, the time that we are living at the moment with the African animation. That's, that's incredible. What, what do you think we should look out for? Um, uh, Lucy sent us a message saying is quite excited about what else um, is to come. Uh, she says uh, they've also enjoyed Seal Team on Netflix, which is a star started as well. Uh, what else can we look out for in, in, in the African animation industry? There, there are so many. I mean, uh, there's also Garbage Boy and Trash Can from Nigeria, from uh, the talented Mushud Ridwan that I've met, and he's amazing. And it's a series that will be uh, that is available on Cartoon Network, and uh, super exciting to see this kind of show from uh, young talents that have been working hard on this. And uh, of course, I've watched Super Team Four, Kia, the Kimocha Heroes, Kizazimoto, Iwaju. I've watched all of them and I'm really excited to see the quality of the work, not only the story, but the quality, because, you know, we've been uh, facing some stereotypes about, uh, yeah, well, Africa will will have the same standards as the international uh, studios. And we do, we do, because we are, we have the talents and we, we know how to deliver content. And it is, it is really exciting what we see at the moment. Oh, I love that we, we are telling our own stories what so competitiveness of of the animation industry on the continent is also on the rise what what kind of resources do you think um are, are sort of needed cuz there's a lot of equipment you know software and time that is required in producing this this kind of content do you think there enough also i suppose support when it comes to training people in the industry so that they are also on par with what their global competitors um, are able to produce. And this is actually uh, the, the weakness that we are facing in the continent is the training because, you, you know, I live in, in Europe, I live in France, and there are so many, many uh, animation schools and very famous and people, they start uh, learning animation very early and it's part of our culture to, to study animation. And uh, in, in the continent, there are some training programs, but we need more. We need more because we have uh, we have many stories and we have many things that we need to share. So we need to hire more talents. And at the moment, we need to train them. And this is part of the engagement that I have is working with uh, animation schools to launch training programs. I'm actually going to Benin uh, next week. Uh, to give a, a training class about business in animation, and it's part of a of a whole program that we that started in September for uh, animation studios in Benin, and we do that in many countries in Africa. So, it's in process. It's in it's a journey that that has started, and it's in process now. That's amazing uh, to hear, Mona Aram, animation producer and entrepreneur. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this chat. And yeah, kudos uh, to the countries that are really putting us on the map because uh, it's because of them that we see the rise of African animation. We'll be celebrating more successes on the continent in the coming weeks.